Welcome back to another episode of Magical Basics. Today we are going to discuss all the new things that are happening at Walt Disney World and at Universal Studios. So maybe you're wanting to plan a trip to either theme park this year and you need to know all the ins and outs of everything that's happening so you can plan your vacation. So we have you covered in this episode and we will give you guys all the inside tea on how to plan a magical vacation. So let's get started with our booms and busts for this week. Katie, tell me about yours. Yes, um, big week this week. We actually both got vaccinated. Yes. So, well, first dose first of dose, the yes. vaccine. So we're like halfway through our process. So that was definitely the boom for my week. Um, just because it just feels like progress. Yeah. And... That is a good feeling after quite some time of just feeling like you're stuck in just like suspended. a rut. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was definitely my boom. I would say my bust probably would be just the rut that we were talking about in last week's episode. Mm -hmm. I I did a lot this week to just get out of it, but obviously we all know that it's not an overnight thing it wasn't right. overnight to get in it and it's not going to be overnight to get out of it and so I think that would probably be my bust just that feeling of I'm ready to move on and progress mm -hmm. forward and it's not happening as quickly as I would like it to so yeah all a work in progress but overall a pretty good week what about you? Booms and busts. Well, my boom is that we pretty much got all of VSB's boxes shipped out, ready to go. Um, when we start yeah. a new box in a new shipment, we have about 700 boxes that have to go out, like, all at Project, once. Oh, yeah. So, we pretty much got those out, so now we're just dealing with kind of like the after orders, um, a couple renewals that come after that, which is usually about two to three hundred boxes, but not all at once. So, it's like gradual. So, been working on that, um, and I will say my bust is that we are completely exhausted from getting that done, which I don't think that helps your little funk either. Yeah, because it was just, just like, like you're exhausted all the time. Yeah, and it was like something that had to happen on top of everything else that had to happen. Yeah, because it's like a deadline. Yeah. So it's like we have to like push through. Um, so yeah, so I think now that we've kind of are now going into the calmer season of it. For sure. Not season, but like weeks following. Yeah, like it's going to be much better, yeah in between the quarters yeah so i'll start with my obsession because this is literally something that we use two pack boxes oh yeah so through. one of the things that katie actually i think you found first um was the celsius energy drinks which energy drinks are not really good for you in general yeah i think you started drinking them because i did that video of like influencers made me buy it i think so yeah um i had seen it on alicia and remy mm -hmm. like they constantly drink those, those and the influencers i will that say buy it. <laughs> i will say that energy drinks are not good for you but if you're gonna drink an energy drink like try to find one that's a little bit better than like red bull or monster mm -hmm. And things like that. Like, make sure you're looking at the ingredients of what's in the energy drink. Yeah. But, anyways, so Celsius came out with a summer flavor, which is a limited time, and it's like peach vibes. I and wish it's a, it wasn't limited. Time. It's a white peach flavor. Well, I got a case of 24 that got delivered, so. <laughs> that will have them forever. Yeah. Um, that last like a week and a half. 
Yeah, so, like, that's honestly what kind of kept us going, was yeah. making sure, like, coffee and Celsius, like, as much caffeine as we possibly could... And, like, it was just such a refreshing flavor mm-hmm. that, like, it needs to stick around. And it's not carbonated, so it's yeah. even better. Mm-hmm. I think if it was carbonated, I wouldn't like it as much. Cause That's I, fair. I like the watermelon ones, but, like, the carbonation is what gets me. I know. It's really nice to have. It, it It's like a tea is what it tastes like. Yeah. But it gives you the energy that, like, a Red Bull would. Right. But I don't feel jittery like no. I would after a Red Bull. Don't get the jitters. It's really nice. Because when we were driving down here, I tried the Red Bull Watermelon Edition, the red. Oh, yeah. It was so sweet and so sugary, it made my teeth hurt. That is another thing, too, about the Celsius, is that because it's a lot better ingredients, it's not as... It's sweet enough to, like, be enjoyable to drink, but it's not overly sweet that if right. you're used to drinking, like, diet... Mm-hmm. stuff or just water and not necessarily like sweet drinks it's not like a, a shock right yeah not like that I think it's like Red Bull Red or something like that oh yeah 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 you know it's like those specific flavor ones yeah the watermelon one like I was like oh watermelon like this is gonna be pretty good because I used to love to drink Red Bull I know terrible but I drank it on the drive down here, and I was like, oh, I was like, I can't wait to brush my teeth. Like, my teeth hurt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, Um, I need some Sensodyne. (laughs) Right? So tell me about your obsessions, because I saw this drop, and I was like, this is immediately... I know Katie has this already. Oh, I I had pre, like, saved it on my phone. Yeah. Like, once she said it, T-Swift dropped her new album this week, her Fearless Taylor's version so many feels. First feel is that it just brings you back to 2008 you. Do you realize that JoJo is actually doing the same thing? Is she really? Yes. Like, I saw it the other day. It came up on, like, Top Hits, and it was, like, Leave 2018 version. So she's been re-recording all of her old songs as well because she went through the same thing with her label that Taylor did. But, obviously, JoJo is not as big as Taylor Swift. Right. She's so sad because she's so talented. I love her so much. So, she's been re-recording her music. Wow, I need to listen to that. It's so good. That's such a vibe. You can, and you can honestly tell the difference between... So, I haven't found, like, the Taylor's version, like, in her voice is different. Oh, I have. Not It sounds so much more mature. But and when you listen to JoJo's version, you're going to be like, oh. It's di- a lot okay. different. Okay, it's a lot different. Yeah, I, it's it's like it puts <laughs> you in all the feels because it, it brings you back to when that album was actually released firsthand. But it also is so, like, it's so fun to listen to because of that aspect, too, of them, like, getting played by the music industry, basically. And then yeah. just, like, taking their art back. Right. Um, Instead of, re- like, not re-recording it. Right. And just moving forward. Right. They were like, no, I'm gonna... So that gives you all the feels, too. Yeah. On top of the, like, what, seven-some-odd songs that she pulled out of the vault. Right. Because they were too, you know, oh, you can't have that many breakup songs, or oh, you can't. You know, like, people who follow Taylor Swift's music want as much as they can get. 
Like, yeah. you want those unreleased songs. Right. So the fact that they were, like, stifling her and not letting her release music that fans would have been ecstatic to have. Right. Well, look at Mr. Perfectly Fine. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't even heard the song. I'm like, I know all it's the It's a good song. And, like, people know it's about Joe Jonas. Yeah. It's not confirmed, but, like, come on But, out. like, it's about Joe Jonas. And then, like, Sophie Turner was just like, yo, this is a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see that? Oh, what, what was the, oh no, I'm going to butcher this, but basically it was a big company that Joe Jonas tweeted at and they tweeted back. It was Walgreens. Yes. Okay. That's exactly what it was. So Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner got vaccinated Mm -hmm. and they were like, Yay, got vaccinated, whatever, tagged Walgreens. It was and like Walgreens it was like, tweeted back and they were like, Don't you mean Mr. and then in parentheses and Mrs. Perfectly vaccinated? And yes. I was like living for this. Yes, I saw that. It's fun it's fun that songs can like that can be released now and like There's not drama with it. Right. Um but I just think I don't know. I think it's kinda sad. It's extremely sad actually how just censored she was but then how censored other people were and right. it's kind of like the same thing like Harry Potter fans wanted those extended editions and like want more extended editions like when you have something that's really special and you right. have that fan base behind it there's no there's no need to censor it like yes we want all 14 breakup songs that T-Swift wrote like right. we don't have to be limited to just seven you know, yeah, like just like release like the breakup album. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Taylor, just just release like no no Easter eggs, no nothing. Be right. Like, this is the breakup album. Right. And this is the album you listen to. I saw a TikTok that was like, um, <laughs> my husband met me in 2014, but he's about to meet my 2008 self, <laughs> and I was like, oh, if this is not me. I don't know what is because I've just been like scream singing all of these songs and Jonathan's like okay (laughs) okay um but no that was definitely the highlight of the week another thing is that I got a new Apple Watch this week yes and I love it it's the best it has all of the updated um like health Features. So what did you have before? A three. Oh yeah, so you're like way up there. Yes. Yeah. It's a huge jump when you go from like yeah. I think anything before series four, like if you jump to a new one, it's so different. It really is. And that's honestly why I wanted an upgrade one because we started paying for Fit Plus and I was like, I really want to use it to like its full potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm really digging it. But yeah. surprisingly I didn't get the new watch. I don't have a series I have a series five. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you had the new new one. Uh-uh. I have a Series 5. Usually, I do. Because, like, I utilize my Apple Watch mm-hmm. so much. Like, I... Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have it on today because I forgot to charge it yesterday. But, like, I use my Apple Watch every day. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's kind of worth it to, like, yeah. invest and upgrade kind of, like, with my phone. But I think I'm just gonna... When the new series comes out, like, I'm gonna upgrade. Yeah. I, I typically... Unless they change it to a round one and then I refuse. I kind of prefer a round one. I know. I like the... I like the... I would prefer the I like when one, you honestly. look at my watch, you know it's an Apple watch. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to get confused with a Samsung watch. Interesting. Because I don't like the Samsung watches. Interesting. 
I just, I don't know. I just, I just like, like the I feel look. like they're clunkier. Mm. Like if you're actually looking at the interface of it, not necessarily the design, yeah. but the interface. And I think if it would turn to no, a round watch, it's gonna go to that clunkiness because you can't really like swipe from the corners, which you don't necessarily swipe from the corners, but you swipe from the corners. Right. Whereas like on a Samsung watch, there's no corners. Cause it's round. Yeah. I don't know, just my thoughts. I get that. I, I like the look. Watch, I'm apologize. Uh, I like the look of a round watch better. Like yeah. I just like the look of. Well, like even, that it looks like a, a normal watch. Well, even like my dressier watches that I have, like my older watches, I have a gold Michael Kors watch that's round that I like mm, didn't really wear that much. But then my one that I got after that was like, it was round, but it was still like square at the square. same time. But yeah, it wasn't no. like square, square. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. It's like yeah. the... It had like edges. Yeah. But like the watch frame itself was around. I don't know. I like the look of the round watches. Yeah. I will say, I think I will get a bigger, what well, you got the bigger, the 44. Mm -hmm. I think I would get the 44. Yeah, I had been getting the biggest size of whatever series I was getting at the time. Yeah. Well, I have the other one now, and it's, it's, it's a pretty big interface, but like, I still, I use my watch too much mm -hmm. to have the smaller one, so I think I'm just gonna like get the bigger one. Yeah, that was something too, is like, I, just I wanted little, to take advantage of the fitness, and it's really nice for work yes. for me. So I'm gonna get the cellular too. I debated on that. I regret not getting it because only in the simple fact of like if I do start working in a clinic again, like there are clinics that do not allow you to have your phones on you, mm -hmm. which is crazy to me. It's crazy to me, honestly, because like. You can't just, like, the thing is, is, like, when you work as, like, a nurse or something like that, you use your phone for so many things. Mm -hmm. Like, there is something that you need to, like, if you need to recall information pretty quickly, like, just pull out your phone and do it. Right. Like, it's that kind of thing, like, oh, I need to calculate something really quick, like, I'm going to pull my phone out. Yeah, I would be in a bind. Yeah, so that's why I think it's a little, <laughs> it's a little crazy that they don't allow you to keep your phones on there. And I think that's more of, like, a discipline issue which is fine, whatever, won't get into that. But if I have to leave my phone in mm -hmm. my locker or like whatever, like I still would like to know that my watch is, I could still use my watch. Right. Because once you disconnect from your phone at a certain point, it just becomes a regular watch. Right. And like, it's kind of- A easy. regular expensive watch. Yeah, so yeah. like I think I'm gonna do the cellular. I have a hair splinter. Those are the worst. Ow. I was like, what is happening? Why does this hurt so bad? Those are the worst. And it's a hair splinter. And it's my hair, too. Ow. Okay. So, today's episode is pretty much a whole news episode. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um just about what exactly was announced this week like a normal news segment yes but also like what are we expecting in the future what has been announced what is speculation mm -hmm. from the perspective of if you're looking to come to disney within the like before december or like until december of 20 right basically the rest of 2021 yeah if you're planning on coming to disney at any point during this year here's kind of what we're looking at timeline wise of events and closures and procedures and all yeah. sorts of stuff like that so 
um, let's let's get on into it. Yeah, so um, I do want to mention some things about Disneyland Adventures Campus has actually been announced um, that it will open on June 4th. Um, so that's really exciting because so the park soon. will be open and now we're going to have this new Avengers Campus which has been in the talks for years. We've actually seen it in Hong Kong. I think Hong Kong has it. Disneyland Paris doesn't have Avengers. No, Hong Kong has it because they're the ones that have the Wasp and the... Yes. So Ant-Man, that's you, what he is. You are correct. And they have an Iron Man ride. But it is very similar to the Avengers Campus in Hong Kong. Um, so it's like very exciting considering like those rides are coming. We've ro we rode those rides when we were in Hong Kong and they're actually like really good technology. I feel like the one in Disneyland is going to be a little bit newer and updated because mm -hmm. these are not. This is like from Iron Man 1 and right. like Ant-Man and the Wasp like first movie. So like those are pretty old movies considerably yeah um so like the new ride tech and all of that is pretty exciting so that's all the avenger stuff that's going to come to walt disney world is right. coming soon um which we still don't have an opening date for guardians of the Rip. galaxy or anything like that at epcot but another thing is disney cruise line has canceled all sailings until june of 2021 and the disney magic european sailings have been canceled through September 19th of 2021. I think honestly, no Disney Cruise Line or any cruise ships are going to be going out in 2021. Same. I think they need to wait until more of the population is vaccinated. Same. Cruises are gross to begin with. Yeah. Like, like they're just trapped with each other. Yeah, for you're literally trapped days. with thousands of people on a boat in the middle of nowhere. So like throw it in a global pandemic, like it's just a recipe for disaster um not to say that cruises are terrible because i love going on cruises but I, i'm not getting on one anytime soon yeah so um another thing is i think we mentioned in a previous episode which i'm sure we did was that the magical express was oh, going yeah. to come to an end at the end of 2021 um mirrors which is the company that owns Magical Express, actually, not Disney, um, announced that they are going to offer express transportation from MCO to the resort starting in 2022. So, I'm, I'm confused. Basically, not Magical Express, because it's not branded that anymore, is pretty much pretty, what it sounds pretty like. Pretty much. It's going to be like Mirrors Connect or something yeah. like that. So, I think, honestly, it's going to be the Magical Express buses. It's just going to be called something else. Yeah. The hair that's poking me in the nose. You're really struggling, aren't you? Anyways, um, Ratatouille's Adventure has an opening date of October first, like start of the fiftieth celebration. So, so exciting! That's exciting. But what Can't is wait. Disney thinking? Like it's going to be so busy. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm just pretty like sure everything's piled on top. I'm of pretty each sure other. park passes are like done for October already. I haven't looked. I don't think there's any availability for Magic Kingdom or Epcot at the moment, which is insane because, yeah. well, I don't know. Maybe we'll actually be able to ride Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, true. Um, and Tron, which will be in Magic Kingdom, will most likely open at some point during the 50th anniversary, which I feel like they'd be dumb not to. Yeah, they'd miss a huge opportunity. 
I mean, so like last time when we went to Magic Kingdom last Sunday, two Sundays ago, I don't know. Well, Easter, whenever Easter Sunday is, we went to Magic Kingdom and like the construction's pretty much almost complete, mm -hmm. at least on the outside. I don't know what the inside looks like because no one's seen it, but I feel like if the outside's almost complete, then the inside must right. almost be complete. So we'll see. There is no set date. It's just we'll open at some point during the 50th anniversary, which it's 18 months, so it may open like the last month. Right. Of the 50th, so. Yeah. Um, it's like the last day of the 50th. Right. They're like, well, we said. We said it would open during the 50th. We didn't specify. We didn't specify, <laughs> but it's open now. Um, food and wine actually is happening a lot earlier this year. Yeah. Like, a lot. It's, yeah. Um, the start date is going to be July 15th for food and wine, and there's like 10 days in between flower and garden and food and wine, which is insane. To think that, like, basically, all this year, Epcot is going to have a festival. Mm -hmm. Festival of the Arts went longer. Mm -hmm. Flower and Garden is going on forever. Yeah. Then you're going to have Food and Wine. Then you have, like, a couple days in between. And it's Christmas. And then it's Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. Like, that is insane. Yeah. So, basically, if you come to Epcot... Epcot is now the festival park. Right. That's basically what it is. Yes. So, that's insane to me to think that, like... Maybe 20 days out of the year, there's not a festival. It kind of... I kind of don't like it that way, though, because then it feel, it doesn't feel as special. Right. I think I think it's only going to be this year, though, for that. For this reason, it's because Flower and Garden got extended because they canceled it last year. It was open for, like, a week, and then the park shut down. So, like, they have all these, like, contracts and commitments mm -hmm. that have to happen... And they're so trying they're, to make up for it. They're trying to so make up for it. it. And also, like, they were closed for so long. Yeah. That, you know, people, like, missed those holidays, canceled their vacations. Like, you know how many people probably were going specifically for that? For the festival, yeah. yeah. Um, also, Universal... Speaking of busy time, which I don't... It's going to stay busy at the parks forever, apparently. Forever. Um, Universal has announced that Velocicoaster will be opening on June 10th. AKA me and Katie will not be at Universal that day. No. Oh no no no. Um Or yeah. if we will, it's gonna be to ride Hagrid's. But I feel like a bunch of people are gonna have the same idea and that's fair. Be long that's too. fair. You're right. I mean there will be majority trying to ride Velocity. I mean Katie's not gonna be there anyway because she's gonna be at work, but Right. Yes. But it's okay, gonna Sarah be won't be there. A nightmare. It is, it is it is bad considering like we went yesterday and how bad I mean, how busy it was. I think for Hagrid's when Hagrid's opened, people were waiting in line for like thirteen hours. Yeah, like this is going to be just as bad, if not longer. Yeah, yeah, it was literally insane at Universal yesterday. So I can't even imagine like what that day is going to look like. I think I'm just going to watch other YouTubers. Yeah, like, for sure. Just let them, them. Because it's also going to be like hot. Yeah. Like it's already like getting to 90 degrees. Yeah, it was everything. hot yesterday. It was, yeah, it was like only 80 degrees and it was like I was sweating. <laughs> sweating. Um, which is insane considering the fact I have a sweatshirt on today. But um, yeah, no, like it's crazy. But they also did release a storyline for Velocicoaster. So I'm going to link that in the description below. Just in case you want to read about it, what but is it? I didn't even read about. 
Oh, it's like basically like what happens when you go through the queue and like all kind of other stuff. Oh, what is it? It's so basically it's like you're going to be into Jurassic World. Like you're a guest at Jurassic World and then you're riding alongside some vol velociraptors and then they're like in muzzles and like weird, I don't know, this other stuff. And then basically what happens is their muzzles break free and then at the end, so you know how I was saying like the front of the coaster is going to be a lot smoother and, smoother then, and calmer. Yeah. So you're running alongside the velocicoasters and then at the end in the second launch, you're running for your life. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. I love how every, basically every ride narrative is the same. Like, oh, we're gonna do this thing. Oh no, something bad happened. And you're like, escape, escape, escape. Oh, we barely made it out there. Like, literally, that's like yeah. the storyline for every like thrill. Like, yeah, yeah. I was even gonna say I was like all the Jurassic Park. Rides are Hagrid's like is like that. Hagrid's is like that. Journey for Ben Forest is like that. Yeah. Um, Men in Black is like that. Yeah. It's not even a roller coaster. Yep. The shooting game. What other ones? Dinosaur. Dinosaur is like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like the rides. standard. Yeah. So if you want to read like the full description, I'll link it down below. Um, I'll put a little spoiler too. Just in case you don't want to know and want to be surprised. Um, yeah, I'll add like a spoiler before reminding myself. All right, so let's talk about your plans and what's going to happen this year for Walt Disney World specifically right now. So as far as park passes, this still is pretty much the same as it has been since the parks have reopened since closing. But if you're new here... Welcome. <laughs> um, you have to have park reservations and timed tickets to get in. So when you buy your tickets, you have to tell Disney, we will be here on May 3rd and mm -hmm. we will be at Magic Kingdom on May 3rd mm -hmm. at Animal Kingdom May 4th. So you have to honor that reservation you can't decide last minute oh we want to go to epcot instead yeah. and show up to epcot and expect to be let in just because you've paid for a ticket mm -hmm. um so that is still very much the same it has to be made in advance when you purchase your tickets you have to tell disney this is the day i'm planning on coming yeah. um and then obviously for park hopper that option is available again and what you do is just after 2 p.m., you're able to hop. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how you get away with the reservation system if you want to visit two parks in a day or if you change your mind last minute and you're like, oh, we really wanted to go here or you get a reservation somewhere, right, you like know, last park. minute or whatever It after 2 p.m. Um, so another thing about the park hopping is that it can happen, <laughs> it's happened to us several times, that we have every intention of going to a park and it's at capacity. For Walt Disney World specifically, if that happens, um, there is a hotline that you can call and check, like, okay, we want to go to Epcot, I wonder if it's at capacity, you can call the hotline. Mm -hmm. I know they were saying, like, if you ask, like, a bus 
driver or like bus operator or the people who work at the skyline correct like any transportation you're taking through walt disney they should be able to let you know as well whatever park you're wanting to go to if you're able to enter if it's not at capacity yeah the easiest way is to call the hotline though yeah yeah because by the time you're making it back to those transit cast members like You've already, like, it's outside of the park. Correct. So, like, you need to call the hotline before you leave the park, because that's what I did. And then, like, I constantly, so I started calling when we wanted to park hop at, like, 1.50, which is usually, like, at 2 p.m., mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever. Um, it'll let you know. Basically, the message that I got is a pre-recorded message that says all theme parks will accept guests with park reservations, and park hopping is allowed through all Walt Disney World resorts or something something along those lines that basically we could park up at too mm. that like epcot wasn't full and it says it's going to be the same information unless like this message changes so literally like i called it 150 and then when we were ready to leave the park fine like when we were ready to leave magic kingdom i called again on our way out just to make sure mm-hmm. before we like left yeah so Let's talk about Rise of the Resistance. (laughs) Because that's what everyone wants to know. Um, If you have, if you were lucky enough to snag a Hollywood Studios day, good for (laughs) you, first of all, because it's constantly, constantly booked out. Um, But let's say you snagged that and you want your shot at riding Rise of the Resistance. I have ridden it. I will say shoot your shot because it's so good. It's worth it. Um, Two ways you can do it. You have to secure a boarding pass to get on this ride. It is not a ride that you walk up to a standby line Mm -hmm. and you wait for hours and hours and hours and hours. It is strictly virtual queue 24-7 all the time. Um, So two ways you can try and get a virtual boarding pass. First is at 7 a.m. on the day that your reservation is happening. So it can't be three days before you go to uh, Hollywood Studios. It has to be the day of your reservation. At 7 a.m. you can get on the app and try and join the virtual queue. I was able to get my pass that way. I got the 7 a.m. one. Basically, what I did is woke up at 6.50 and just refreshed every minute. Yeah. (laughs) And the minute it hit 7, I got a boarding group. And my group was slated to go at, like, 1 p.m. So, there's a high, high, high volume of people trying to get on this. Because I literally refreshed it the minute it went from 59 to 7. And I got that late in the day. Um, if you don't get, if you don't get it in the first wave, never fear. Um, (laughs) you should fear. Well, I, I didn't have a particularly hard time getting it. Mm -hmm. I was with a group of people that weren't able to get it that seven o'clock, but they were easily able to get it at the one o'clock because basically what they did was start at 1250 and did what I did. Mm-hmm. So if you're really, like, adamant about getting one, you should be fine. Right. Um, but basically, the second wave is at 1 p.m., and you have to physically be inside the park. Mm-hmm. So if people have left early, you're not competing with 
everyone who has a park reservation that right. day. You're only competing with the people who are currently inside the park as well. Um, so that's another thing, too. And I would say I told the people that I was with what I did, and it worked for them. It sucks to sit there for 10 minutes and just watch the clock and and do it. But if you're – I mean, we – we're pretty set on wanting to ride this ride. So if you're right. like that, then you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, it's also only 10 minutes out of your day. Right. I will say the suckiest thing about it, though, is that, and they're very clear on this, just because you get a time slot does not necessarily mean you're going to ride that day. And that's only because what if the ride breaks... Um, then that's wasted time of them trying to put the ride back up that they can't just say, oh, okay, let's start from where we were and we can get everyone in that day. Yeah. Um, so the group of people that I was with that got to go at who got their reservation at one o'clock actually waited in line. So there is a queue when you get in. You go up to the cast member, you tell them that you have the group number, you have to verify, and you have to have everyone in your party that's riding linked on there as well. So you can't just walk up, you know, if I didn't have Sarah Beth on my app, I can't just walk up with her and say, oh, she's with me. Um, yeah. I had to prove that we were all booked together, that I had notated that she was riding this ride with me, all that stuff. Um, and then you'll wait in a queue period, probably for like 15 or 20 minutes. Like, it's not that mm -hmm. big of a deal. They ended up waiting for, like, 45 minutes in the queue line because the ride broke. Well, everybody who's boarding groups behind them did not get to go on that ride that day because, yeah. I mean, it just happens. So, don't listen to this and, like, say, oh, okay, we did exactly what we said and we're guaranteed to ride this ride. Right. Because well, it's the same thing with uh, Smuggler's Run. Yes, like, they were still doing, like, a virtual queue for that as well yeah. when it first started. It wasn't boarding group. Well, actually, was it called boarding groups? I think it was called boarding they groups. They did that, and it was, like, going up into, like, the 200s. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ridden Smugglers Run. No, I haven't. Okay, that ride breaks all the time. <laughs> yeah, when we went, it, it broke consistently stayed at 90 minutes all day, and I was like, mm, I can wait. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's not worth 90 minutes. Yeah, that's what I heard, which it's is why I was like, we don't minutes. need to ride this ride. We need to ride Rise of the Resistance. Now, if, we don't you, need to ride this ride. if you are coming to Disney and this is your once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to come to Disney and then ride the ride, and you are a huge Star Wars fan, then yes, yes. wait the 90 minutes. Yeah. But, like, don't waste your time in Toy Story Land yeah. or, like, Tower of Terror or anything like that because those are going to be huge wait times, mm -hmm. too. But, like, if you are you know, such a fan, like, don't waste your time doing those things. Like, wait for those rides. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we rode it, like, back-to-back -back the first time we rode it because it broke. Apparently, like, we weren't experiencing the ride the way to we... To its fullest potential. Yeah, and we never noticed. So, it was me, Tyler, and Tiffany. We ended up riding it again, like, right after. And I was like, eh, don't really need to ride this again. But yeah, they, like, let us ride it again and then basically, like, messed up and we got unlimited fast passes the rest of the day. Like, Dang, they just gave us lit. A, they like I don't know so like she was scanning my magic band and then she scanned like Tiffany's or Tyler's or something like that and I think instead of giving us each like one fast pass they gave us like 10 each that's amazing like it was something crazy to where like we kept using the fast pass over and over again like it just never expired that's really lit like it was like a glitch in the system or they just gave us like a billion or they were just nice 
Right. But, like, normally when you scan it for a fast pass, like, that, cast members don't have control over that. Right. So it just, like, it glitched, because it never showed up, and then, like, it showed up, like, a bunch of other times. That's so awesome. It was great. So we got to ride, like, Slinky Dog Dash, like, immediately after. That is time was, like, 120 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, because it, like, didn't, it was one of those fast passes that was everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't a specific one. Right. It was kind of, um, I think. Universal has stuff that's very similar to yeah. like a Ruby Pass. Yeah. And like it you can ride whatever you want. And that's basically what that's happened to us. So it's crazy. Lit. Um the last bit of like informative change, I don't know, whatever you want to call this section, um, is the update to Disney's mask policy. Um so guests now can remove their masks if you're stationary and socially distanced for a brief picture. Um, so that's amazing. Um, and you can also do it with the photo pass photographers as well. Mm -hmm. So you still have to wear your mask when you're walking, when you're in the park, unless you're eating or drinking and stationary, everything like that is the same, except now it's allowed for stationary photos, Photos. socially distanced. So that's exciting because, you know. I, I saw this girl on TikTok the other day, and she was like, oh, now I'll actually have photos that I don't want to throw away, and it kind of just rubbed me the wrong way, because spinning that negative narrative about it, right? like, I'm going to look back at these photos and be like, remember what when I went crazy, through that? Like, <laughs> Remember that crazy time where, like, there was a pandemic happening? The whole and, world like, shut down? Like, that's going to yeah. be photos that you show your kids, your nieces and nephews, your grandchildren, like... Right. I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way that she was saying I, that. And I was like, that is... I agree, and I feel her like... Her setting that example... I feel like I came across that TikTok, too, and I feel like I had the same reaction to it. Because, yes, it is annoying. You are in Disney World. And here's the thing. She was probably an annual pass holder who lived she was. locally. That's the problem I have. She was. Okay, I'm, I feel bad for the families who, this is their first trip to Disney, which one, you shouldn't have come during a pandemic, like, you should have waited. Yeah. Because there's, and I'm not saying, like, you made a bad choice, but. I would have recommended to wait. I would have recommended, as a, as now a travel agent, like, I would say, hey, wait, wait till that 2022, 2023 vacation Mm -hmm. when the rest of the stuff is open. Yeah. But. You know, the, this is not the time to take your first Disney World trip. No. And we've said that multiple times. It is not the time. If you've been before and are okay with things being closed and magical things not happening, then that's fine. But if you've never been, like, this is not the time. The fact that makes me irritated about that is the fact that you are a local annual pass holder. How many photos do you have that you don't have a mask on? Yeah. Also, we're wearing a mask out of respect for other people. Yeah. So the fact that you're like, oh, I'm just gonna throw away all these pictures because I you hate don't want photos. If you don't want photos of you at Disney with a mask on, don't come to Disney. Yeah, like, or just don't take photos. Right. Don't waste your time. Don't wait in that line. It just the lines are long now. To me, it just made me feel like it's like those photos are still valuable memories. Right. And like, think of the family that did. Like, save all their stuff to come for their first trip. If they see your TikTok, now you're devaluing. Right. Like, something that they worked so hard for. And, like, that experience and those memories. I don't know. It just... I... It was... It just did not rub me the right way. I have a problem with, um... 
a lot a a lot of like local Disney annual pass holders mm-hmm. in the entitlement that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really bad. <laughs> okay, so we have Delta with us now. Yes. Um, you know, we had a sitch. Uh, <laughs> so that's really like all of the kind of housekeeping mm-hmm. Like the topics. main things you need to know. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about closures and refurbishments because there is a lot. There is a happening. lot. Um, a lot of this is happening, A, because of COVID. Two, a lot of these things are being refreshed for... The 50th. The 50th. Um, I do see something that I do not believe that is going to happen. But, um, yeah. So, let's start with Magic Kingdom. So, in Magic Kingdom, Enchanted Tales with Belle um, has been closed. Um, the return date is to be, to be determined. And a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be fall of 2021, which I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'd be surprised. They may open it for the 50th with social distance and things mm-hmm. like that, but I don't feel like they could. I've never done the Enchanted Tales with Belle, but I know it's a really small room. It is a very small room. So I think that is going to stay kind of a socially distanced character meet and greet type thing. Um, I mean, that's what it was before. It was just a character meet and greet. Yeah. But, um, so we'll see. Um, Festival of the Fantasy Parade is also, has also been closed. Um, I think, like the Enchanted Tales, it's still going to stay socially distanced with the cavalcade mm-hmm. and things like that. I don't think it's going to return in fall of 2021. Um, the Hall of Presidents um, has been closed for refurbishment, not due to COVID, but because of our new elect- newly elected president. Yep. Oh. Um, and that's probably going to return maybe on July 4th, they're thinking. Um, I mean, good opportunity. Yes, it is a good opportunity, or it'll open later in the year with everything else. It does say here that Happily Ever After could be returning in the fall of 2021, but I do not see that happening. I see that happening later, but you never know. With the 50th, they may surprise us, and on October 1st, they may have Happily Ever After return. I would lose my mind. Me, too. Um, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor has also been closed with a return date, likely a fall of 2021 or later. For some reason, I thought this permanently closed. Me, too. I feel like it has been speculated to close, but I think, honestly, it just needs a good revamp. Mm-hmm. And then, because it was, it was really good. Yeah, I liked it. I thought I mean, it was cute. I mean, it was good for kids, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know, it was kind of like an interesting thing to do, interesting thing to sit in the shade. But, like, if they close that, then there's not going to be anything in that area right there, and that's so much wasted space. Yeah, because they closed Stitch. Yeah. So that's literally both yeah. big buildings right Which there. I can't believe they closed Stitch, but I know I like Stitch. Um, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom has also been permanently ended, yep. which is sad because I had plans to actually do that I this know, year I really you guys. wanted to play it. <laughs> and it has been permanently closed. Hopefully it'll be returned with something else. Um, so we'll see. Um, and the People Mover <sighs> was supposed to open Easter Sunday, and they have delayed it until at least May 1st of 2021. So, 
a little bitter about that. Yeah. And I get why. And I think, honestly, I was reading as to why the People Mover has been closed for so long. It needed to go under refurbishment. And they were trying to do that while the park was closed. But you have to remember that the People Mover is one of Magic Kingdom's original rides. So it's 50 years old. A lot of those parts that they have to order to, like, fix things are, like, not easily accessible right. anymore. And the fact that, like, you know, we had COVID, like, delaying, like, all this right. other stuff, you know, type thing. Which I think that's honestly one of the reasons that it's been taking so long for the people mover to be open. Yeah. But May 1st, it's right around the corner. Unless it gets pushed back again. Yeah, so... Fingers crossed and all the good vibes that the People Mover will be open because I honestly miss riding the People Mover so much. Yeah. Um, and the Walt Disney World Railroad is supposed to be opening in 2022, but I... She's been closed for a while. A very long time, which is insane. And it's honestly because of Tron. Yeah. Because, like, they had to rip all of that up. And, like, construction permits and all this other stuff. So, hopefully, it says likely in 2022, but I I think it may be a little sooner because they're doing the train station currently. True. True. So. And you would think that they would work on that last. Right. Instead yeah. of first. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that this is, the scrim is up. Right. Which is, I keep forgetting every time, like, my mom's first visit, the scrim was up. I saw on TikTok that was just a video of it because it has, like, it looks like, like a facade. train station. Yeah, yeah, it's like a printed picture of what the train station actually looks like. And it was the one, it's the audio that's like, nobody's gonna know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <All> they know. <laughs> um, you know. Um, so moving on to Epcot, Epcot Forever, um, which uh, that's the new show. Yeah. So I don't That know. was the interim show. Oh, the interim show. That's not gonna return. I mean, why have the interim show? When you can just take all this dead time to work on the real show. Right. And I think that's what they're doing. I don't think Epcot Forever is going to ever premiere. Or it's going to premiere, like, in a, like... It'll it'll probably have its moment. For the 50th, but then, like, the new show... Yeah, will quickly take its thunder. And then Turtle Talk with Crush has been closed and will likely return in fall of 2021 or later. Moving to Hollywood Studios, Beauty and the Beast, live on stage, hopefully in the fall. Um, we'll see. I don't really honestly see any of these live shows coming back this year. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be 2022. Um Fantasmic, summer 2021 or later. Fantasmic possibly. Because it is outside and it is a huge area, but it is going to be very limited capacity. I or I was about to say that I could see some returning. But you are it's gonna very have to, select You are going to have to have a pass for Fantasmic. Yeah. Like, that's going to be the thing. Yeah. Or possibly they would have multiple shows. Yeah. Which would be fantastic. That would because be. Because... It would be Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Yes, it would. Look at Katie and the <laughs> jokes here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can No, say, I agree with you. Yeah. I'll have one, like, right at park close and one right before park close to where... If you wanted to go to the earlier show right. and leave, you could do that. But if you wanted to do other things, right? Because like Fantasmic's what like an hour long. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not that long. It's long, but it's not that long. Yeah, and it's like always like at eight o'clock, and the park. You know, if the park closes at ten, you could easily do one at eight o'clock. 
and then or like seven thirty, and then that'd be so awesome, right? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but it has basically been under refurbishment. It hasn't mm-hmm. just been closed. So, which was time. Mm-hmm. It, it needed. Yeah, for I think sure. The, I think one of the last times I saw Fantasmic, like one of the water sprinklers wasn't. I would say spring. It's not a sprinkler, but like the water jet. Right. Wasn't working. Right. So it needed. Um, it needed. Help. Yeah. Um, and this was the perfect opportunity to do it. Um, Indiana Jones. Epic Stunt Spectacular, which I have never seen. Oh, I like it. Um, it's fun. It's a fun show. Basically, everything is set to fall 2021 or later. Um, Jedi Training Academy, Trials of the Temple, which is the show that's in front of Star Tours, mm-hmm. has been closed. Um, the Ga- Galactic Spectacular, which takes place in front of the Chinese theater, mm-hmm. Um, has also been closed. Hopefully, those will open in the fall, if not later. And then Star Wars Launch Bay, which is the character meet and greets for mm-hmm. the Star Wars characters, um, has no return date. It's to be determined. Um, Voyage of the Little Mermaid also has a return date to be determined, which is crazy. That like because it's like one of the mo- one of very popular things. It needed some updating though. Oh, bad. Like, just the stage in general, some refurbishment. Like, the stage is so small compared to, like, the building. It definitely needed, it needs some TLC. Mm-hmm, for so, sure. And it could also use, like, some... Even t- before this pandemic, I would have said refurb it. Yeah, and I think it needs some tech in there. Some better tech. For sure. I don't think lasers with, like, mist is considered, like... Tech. Yeah. No. So, um... And then in Animal Kingdom, the Boneyard, which is the child play area, has been closed for obvious reasons, um, with a return date to be determined. Festival of the Lion King will reopen this summer, and Finding Nemo... That's happy news. That is happy news. I miss that show a lot. That is, like, one of the most popular things to do in Animal Kingdom, is the Lion King show. It's so good. It's so good, and it's Broadway quality. Oh, 100%. I honestly enjoy Festival of the Lion King more than when I saw... More than the Lion Lion King on Broadway. (laughs) Which, don't tell Tyler that, because tickets are expensive. (laughs) Um, Finding Nemo the Musical also has a return date to be determined. <sighs> Meh. <laughs> and then Permanable World, which was my favorite ride in Animal Kingdom, has been permanently closed. It's gone forever. And Rivers of Light has permanently ended, which is crazy because there is a ride in Fun Spot that is very similar to Permanable World. But you don't, it's not, it's not the ride itself. It's the theming. You're going back in time. Right. All this, it's like fun and all this other stuff. Right. It's very carnival ride-ish. Right. But it was dinosaur themed. Which works because if you've ever been to Dino Land. Right. And that's basically where like, like the arcade is. Carnival. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. Um, as far as water parks go, Typhoon Lagoon, the reopening is still TBD. Um, but speculation says summer of 2021. I don't know, I don't know about that. I don't think that they're going to open it until they can open more capacity. Agreed. What's the point of having two water parks open? Agreed. They also don't have the staff to to do that. Also agree. Every video I've seen of Blizzard Beach, the, num- the number of people there have n- has not convinced me that it would be... 
a good decision to open Typhoon Lagoon as well. Right, because it's not busy. Correct. Yeah. So, we'll see about that. Um, some other fun miscellaneous activities. Um, Flower and Garden is currently happening until July 5th. That's my favorite festival. Would you um, say it was your favorite festival? I like Festival of the Arts. Fair. That It was a cute I one. I don't know. The I just love The Flower. holiday one is probably... The holiday one is really good. I just like the flowers, I've never been, honestly. I've never been to Food and Wine, so I can't tell you yet. Same. John loves Food and Wine, so I don't know. Here's my thing with Food and Wine, is that how can it stand out from the others when the fact that it's all of its branding and theming is food and wine like specialty food but like every festival on Epcot has specialty food and drinks you know like the arts has the art going for it the holidays have the holidays going for it the flower and garden has the topiary going for it like I don't know well food and wine is just like I think we're food and wine and, wine. That wine and dine run yeah fair but, but like <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We not whining and dining and running. So, that could be a whole episode. The Battle of the Epcot Festivals. Actually, I'm putting that on the Trello because that's actually a that's really good. bomb. Pause for a moment. Make, pay no mind. Creating, creating content. I already put on our Trello the toxic side of Disney community and influencers as an episode. Um, so, yes, Flower and Garden, if you want to take advantage of that, that is through July 5th. Food and Wine Festival starts promptly after Flower and Garden, though, promptly. with July 15th through November 20th. Um, and then Festival of the Holidays is still to be announced, but usually it starts in November. So I would assume pretty promptly after Food and Wine finishes, um, we're yeah. going to get Festival of the Holidays. Yeah, pretty sure like, probably like November. <laughs> Three or four days after, if that. Yeah. I Just mean, enough time for them to switch out everything, basically. Right. I think, honestly, it'll probably start like November 27th, like after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which... That sucks. It won't be a festival for my birthday. Which is kind of a good thing, though. Side note. <laughs> a birthday is in November. Like, there won't be a festival going on, so, like, if It might be dead. It it'll might have be, a lull. It'll have a lull. It'll also be, like, Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. kind of, sort of. But I'm saying, like, there's not so much to choose from. So, like, you have just, like, the world showcase and not have to worry about all the food booths. Right. Right. That actually would be good. Right. Considering we want to do Epcot for your birthday. Epcot and Universal. Yeah. Yep. Anyways. Um, <laughs> um, Gay Days Orlando is happening June 3rd through the 6th. I don't know much about this event, but I assume so, it's going to have... So basically stuff. Gay Days that happen, um, I recently read about this and I was like, oh, well, maybe some of our listeners don't know about this and would love to participate I don't it's, know about this. Um, so they do also have, like, Lesbian Days as well. It's called a Girls Girls' Days or something. I don't remember what the other one is. There's another event that goes hand-in-hand -hand with this, but Gay Days is very popular. Mm -hmm. um, and they're branching out to the other members of the community. Members of the community. Um, there you go. Um, basically what happens is a lot of 
the, like the gay community or Orlando, they basically take over Disney and take over Universal. Oh, that's fun. So this is like a good way for you to like meet people who have the yeah. same views as you and like, you know, you can communicate with or, you know, find your future partner. Who knows? Shop. Um, I mean, I feel like most of most of the people go with like their significant others at yeah. this point. But yeah. a lot of there are a lot of gay singles who go to Disney and things like that. Well that actually is like From such a good idea because then you can meet another Disney adult. Right. And that's that's honestly the thing. You can meet a lot of people make friendships. Yeah. Like for that. sure. I've never been for obvious reasons. Um that's that's not my day to celebrate. Right. But yeah I wanna say and if I read correctly which I mean, I, I briefly looked it up just for basic information. Um, you, like, you dress in, like, your dapperest. It's almost like the dapper days, but it's for the gay community. So everyone dresses up. You know, you wear your pride, like, pride everything. That's so um, cute. I don't know I if it's can. the same. I don't know if it's the same days in Universal as well. Like, you can pick and choose what you want or whatever. Um, but there, you can honestly search it on the internet, search it on Facebook, That's and you can find so out all the information cute. if you are interested in visiting. Yeah. A lot of people that I've seen in the Disney, like, groups and things like that is people have so much fun. Yeah. That's the oh bottom line God. of it. People have so much fun, and you're just able to go and be yourself and I meet love other that. people who are Disney adults or Universal. I don't even know what you would call Universal. I feel like Universal people fall into Disney adults. Like, Disney adults is now just, like, the catchphrase for, like, adults who spend too much time in theme parks. Okay, so if you want to meet <laughs> other adults who have the same adults as you and fall into the gay community and you want to meet people, you want to meet your new love of your life, like, or you just want to... It's so fun. You just want to, like, go just hang like, out, meet a bunch of people. Meet friends. You don't have to meet your soulmate. You can meet your weekend front, weekend fling. Like, do That's what you want. so cute. Yeah, so that was... I wanted to include that because a lot of people don't know about it. I didn't. I didn't know about that. I randomly came across That's it. That's adorable. On something. And I really hope that I didn't get any of the information mixed up. Guys, I like briefly read it at like 1130 <laughs> last night. So please forgive me, but I'm trying to push that information so out there. So if that's something, if that's an event that you want to participate in, that's June 3rd through the 6th. Yes. Um, moving on to later on in the year, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is still to be announced. Usually it starts September, goes through October. Um, wine and Dine Half Marathon to be announced sometime usually in November. During Food and Wine. Yeah, during Food and Wine. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party to be announced, but of course, November through December, Christmas Day. Um, and Virtual Run Disney, The Lion King, starts on June 1st, and it goes through August 31st. So you have a little bit of time to participate in that virtual run. So, so let's all hop on over, hop, skip, and jump to the other theme park, which it's, it's funny because we experienced this yesterday when we were at Universal. They do oh. not like to talk about the other parks. My goodness. Um, and... It's the big two. It's the big two. Um... I would personally, uh, we've been to Bush Gardens so far. We have not been to Dis uh, SeaWorld or Legoland. I was going to say Disney, and I was like, that's not right. You haven't been to Orlando SeaWorld? I've not been to Orlando SeaWorld. I have been to San Antonio SeaWorld when I was probably two. 
Gotcha. Um, so we haven't <coughs> been to those theme parks yet, um, so I can't specifically say what's going on as far as inside the parks with, like, COVID procedures, how they're handling lines, um, Bush Gardens. Um, I know when we went for Mardi Gras, like, there was so many people there, and they were not... At Disney and Universal, there are people walking around telling We're not you, being held to a certain standard. They're not being held to a certain standard. So, um, which is really sucks because those are the parks that have the really good coasters. Like, if you love to ride roller coasters. Right. Um, I haven't been to Legoland or anything, but I do know that parks are reaching capacity. SeaWorld is doing park passes as well. Bush mm-hmm. Gardens. Bush Gardens is as well. Um, which is in Tampa, which is about an hour from Orlando. Um, and Legoland is not doing park passes. So that's the only information I know for that. But moving on to Universal Studios, they are not doing park passes as well. And we spoke with team members yesterday. And they honestly asked our opinion on what park we like better. And that was a really hard question to answer because... It was just... It kind of came out of the blue because... It was literally almost because I said Disney pay. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, which park do you like better? And we made the comment, like, we don't know if we want to answer this because it's such a loaded question coming from, like, a a team team member. Yeah. It was so awkward. Yeah. But um, Universal is not doing park passes, so that's a strike against them already. Which is what we told them. Yes. We said we preferred... Disney's handling of the reservation system, system and yes. the park passes. And I know a lot of people hate the reservation Compared system. Compared to Universal. But here's the thing. If I want to go to Universal, like, I live locally, so it's not a huge deal. But actually, it is still a huge deal because if I'm going to... Like, Universal's not as close as Disney. Like, it's still a good 25 minutes away from us. Mm-hmm. So if I am taking the day off and driving to Universal... Yeah. 30 minutes on I-4 and I get there and the park is at capacity and like with you and Ariel having to wait an hour and a half, I'm not going to be a happy pass holder. Yeah, Ariel and I went to Universal not that long. Last week. Yeah. And um, waited in about an hour and a half line just to get into Universal Studios. Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios were both at capacity and um I get what you're saying. It was frustrating. It was right. it was frustrating and disappointment to us. But I felt even worse for the family that we were talking to while we were waiting in this line because they were from Pennsylvania and they had flown to have a universal vacation. And now they couldn't. There just needs to be there needs to be a system that if you have told Universal, I am buying this one time ticket and I plan on coming these days that you are insured. Like you were in the thing because you get are into that. If I felt so bad for them, hotel, which they were supposedly, supposedly, but I guess it's like, okay, well, but here's the thing. Like if I want to go to universal for the day, I don't want to have to be there at seven 30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing you can be a pass holder and not local. Yeah. And I feel like that's a little weird. Um, but it's like Universal's passes are so much cheaper. Like, 
you can honestly, like, I lived in New York and had a season pass. Yeah. Like, a lot of people do that because it's cheaper to just buy a pass if mm-hmm. you're going to go multiple times throughout the year. Mm-hmm. But, so there is no park pass. And parks can reach capacity really early. We were there yesterday and Islands of Adventure was at capacity. Luckily for us, like, we were planning on staying later throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But I was really nervous that John and Tyler weren't going to be able to come meet us. Yeah. Because that the park was going to hit capacity. And that would have sucked. Yeah. And they would have been mad. Yeah. Um, And then even, like, I was worried about us, like, going later in that afternoon, which really honestly worked out for the best, um, that we were going to go and be at capacity because we weren't there at 730. Even if we'd have left earlier in the morning, like, there was a good chance that we were going to, it was going to be at capacity and we were going to be just stuck, just waiting in line. You know what I mean? Like, there's... Again, good for you. And honestly, like, to be honest, if they would have been like, hey, you're going to have to wait in this line, it could be up to three hours, I'd be like, all right, well, I have an annual pass to go somewhere else. Yeah. Like, I can I can make this work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I probably could have found us a SeaWorld pass for that day, or yeah. we could have done so many other things instead of wait in line to get into a park for three hours. Yeah. And then if the park closes at six, that would have been even more mad. Yeah. Luckily, Universal State was closed at ten. It's just this week. It goes back down. No, it closed. It was closing at ten when we were waiting in line. Oh, it did. Mm-hmm. Well, the next couple coming weeks, it's at seven. It probably is height right now because of all the spring breakers. Yes, but but you know what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. you want to dip into Universal for the afternoon, it's at capacity, and you've made time out of your day. I'm not going to wait in line for three hours for the park to close at seven. And also, it kind of defeats the purpose of like. Being a local with an annual pass. Because you can't just dip in. Right. You have to plan a day to go. Right. And I don't want to necessarily plan a full-fledged theme park day. Right. I want the luxury of... Of being a local and just popping in. Right. Yeah, because that's... We're so exhausted and haven't gone as much because it's been full-fledged park days. Yeah. Because you kind of got to take advantage of the fact that you were able to get in. (laughs) Right, and especially at Disney, like, we don't have a yeah. pass. Yeah, And, which, I mean, I guess, honestly, it would probably still be the same thing for Disney because you have to make a park reservation and annual pass holders are struggling from what I've read from other pass holders. But, um, so, yeah, so lines are really long if you're going to Universal. So, yep. be prepared to wait or purchase Express Pass or stay on an on-site hotel with Express Pass, which if you have any questions of what those hotels are, reach out to me and I can let you know. Um, because honestly, it's cheaper just to stay at a hotel than to purchase Express Pass for a week vacation at Universal. Yeah. Um, and then to make matters worse and the fact that it's already busy, spring break is happening, there's a cheer competition in May, oh, it's, and then in June, it, it's yeah. Coaster is opening, so it's, it's been a little rough, and then also they extended Mardi Gras to May 2nd, which is great, because, like, Mardi Gras's fun, like, the food boots are great, um, but, like, at the same time, it's drawing, like, these huge crowds, and we can't honestly enjoy Mardi Gras unless we go late at night and only have a couple of hours. Right. But then that's the thing. If we're going for the Mardi Gras celebration, we're not riding any rides. Because right. Because the lines are so long and we're there to eat food. Right. And as we learned yesterday, I need more than 25 minutes. 
Um, yeah, we almost had an incident. Yeah, um, so when me and Katie went yesterday, um, I hadn't eaten because we were planning on eating for Mardi Gras, and we tried out the green eggs and ham booth, not booth, like cafe yeah, like thing, quick service, quick service. Um, and then we were going to go ride Forbidden Journey, and I suffer from motion sickness as well as Katie. I had fully prepared myself, okay, let, give me like 45 minutes, it'll be fine. We rode the Sky Train in Seussland, and because I've never ridden it before, and that ride is very scary if you are afraid of heights, just letting you know. Um, got in line for Forbidden Journey, and pretty much almost to the cars, I said, Katie, I think we're going to have to come back and ride this, which we never did, and I'm so sorry for that. Okay. Um, next time we go, that is the first thing we are doing. Like, okay. no butterbeer, no nothing. We're going ride Forbidden Journey. I just really love that ride. It's like um, my favorite it's, ride. That ride is honestly one of the ones that triggers my motion sickness the most. It is pretty um, rough, but it's fine. And considering the fact that, like, we ate probably... It was supposed to be a 45-minute wait. It was, like, 20 minutes. Well, that was the thing. It's like, we ate, we kind of sat at the table for a little second, went and rode the little train in Seussland... And then we were like, oh, Forbidden Journey is a 45-minute wait. By the time we get off this ride, walk to the Wizarding World, get in line, and wait that estimated queue, it would have our food would have been fine. Yeah. But the fact that it wasn't a 45-minute wait... It was like, oh, no, no. It's like 25 minutes, honestly. Yeah. Enough time that. to get through the majority of the queue... We we free walked up until Dumbledore's office, and yeah. then we waited in line for like what seven to ten minutes yeah. in the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom, and then you're basically there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was like five so, more minutes, and I would have been on there. And then it so was we, not forty five minutes. It was not forty five minutes. So then we rode. Fly to the Hippogriff, and on the first turn, I was like, oh, Katie, no. because well, we walked out, and I was like, what about Fly to the Hippogriff? Because my husband, John, does not ride that ride. And I was like, well, let's ride it before John and Tyler meet up with us. I was like, can you do that one? Are you going to be okay with Fly and to the Hippogriff? And it's fine. Like, I wasn't... It's like, absolutely. Not a problem. But when we took that first curve, first turn, and I was like, oh, there would have been no way I could ride for Forbidden <laughs> Journey. No way. I would have totally thrown up. Like, and then that's the thing. Like, if I get motion sick and I throw up, like, I'm done for the day. Like, yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be that type There's of, no, like, rally. There, Yeah, there's no puke and rally on that part for me, especially when it comes to motion sickness. Um, so, back to Mardi Gras. It has been extended to May 2nd, like I said, so... Um, if you are planning a trip between now and then, that is definitely something to check out. Mm -hmm. A lot of the food booths have really good food. Stellar food. Stellar food. There is, I think my favorite thing, which I was really sad that I couldn't eat, was the jerk <gasps> jackfruit. Um, I think I would have done the jerk chicken just because I don't oh, like the texture of jackfruit. Um, it was a little too mushy for me. I love the but texture I think of jackfruit. But I think honestly because it's theme park jackfruit. Yeah, fair. So that that's I mean this food. is theme park food still. So if you're coming, right, don't no. think it's like five star quality. Right, it's not. So I've had jackfruit jackfruit before mm -hmm. and thought it was really good. I think the fact that it was also super late at night, yeah, that's been sitting in a warmer. My for hours. favorite definitely was that guava cream cheese. Oh yeah, at Puerto Rico, go try that one. 
what were some of the other highlights? Honestly, the boiled crawfish didn't really disappoint me. It wasn't disappointing. I did not have high expectations to start off with. Right. So that's why I wasn't disappointed. But, like, for theme park, not in Louisiana. I felt the same way about the etouffee. And pretty decent crawfish. In America. An American adventure for... For, uh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, you can't go in with, like, crazy high expectations. Yeah, like, I, would I ever food. be like, oh, yeah, this is boiled crawfish. This is just, like, amazing. Right. Not how my dad does it, but at the same time, like... Not the worst. It's cool that people who are not... It's not the growing worst up with crawfish get to, like... Experience it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they used to do the all-you-can-eat seafood boil too mm -hmm. which was kind of cool but now they're not they're not doing that this year for mardi gras it's you get like a portion Split portion yeah. yeah but you used to be able to pay additionally in that same area and you could get all you could eat kind of thing it was like a ticketed event type mm -hmm. thing um halloween horror nights which i had to read an article about this and i was not happy um because the pictures that undercover tourist was using, like, scared me. So, like, I would scroll and read something, and then it would be, like, a scare actor would, like, pop up on the screen, and, like, I hated every second of it. Um, Halloween Horror Nights has been announced that it will be happening. It's the 30th anniversary. Um, usually it starts from September to, and goes to October 31st. We don't know an official start date just yet. Um, Universal is going to probably announce that once the Velocicoaster craze dies down. Mm -hmm. Um, there are actually going to be 10 brand new haunted houses. Beetlejuice is one, mm -hmm. which, if you don't know anything about the Beetlejuice house, it popped up last year for two days only. It was, and, like, a smash success. Yes. So, I really want to see the Beetlejuice out, but I know it's going to scare me. And I'm not about it. Because they even said the Ghostbusters one that they had last year... Was scary. Was scary. It was still, like, an homage to the movies. Yeah. But there was, like, a jump scare that kind of, like, got you. I'm not the biggest fan of haunted houses. And I think I would go... I would want to go to the Beetlejuice one to see it if it weren't for the scare zones. Well, I did learn this tidbit, which I'll <laughs> tell you in a minute. Those are the ones that scare me the most. So there's 10 brand new houses, there's five scare zones, and then live entertainment, and mm -hmm. basically more that's going to be happening. There's also a Stranger Things house, which I think that y'all would enjoy. Oh I no, is there really? There was one. I don't know if it's coming back, but there's possible. But I did learn that if you do not like to be in the scare zones, to stay on the sidewalks. That doesn't count? It's out of bounds. Oh, so basically, the scare actors will say, and granted, this could just be out of a courtesy for them. I think what we should do is we should make shirts that say, please don't scare me. Please have mercy on me. Please don't scare me. I'm only here for the food. I'm only here for the Beetlejuice. <laughs> I'm only here for the food. Um, so yeah, if you stay on the sidewalks, of, like, when you're walking, when you have to pass through those scare zones, they usually tend to stay away from it. And also, like, you can go to Universal during the daytime. I would definitely it's not be able to pioneer through the day. 
Nighttime. The minute the sun fell, I'd be like, we got in the go. parking lot. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, if you stay on the sidewalks, like the scare zone actors, pretty much leave you alone. That's something I read as a tip. Don't know. I can't vouch for it. If you want us to test that theory, you may never see me again. <laughs> We need at least 100 subscribers on the channel to test that, to no, test no, no, that no. theory. 250. 250. <laughs> if you can get 250 subscribers by the time Halloween Horror Nights happen, Watch, we have like 1K. <laughs> we will go. I cannot promise that I will go in a house, but... I'm not going to go during the nighttime either. We will go for Horror Nights for one night. And if you can get 5,000 subscribers by then, we'll go into a house. The Beetlejuice. <laughs> or like Ghostbusters. Because the ones that I'm looking or at, Stranger I wouldn't go into any of the other ones. Yeah. Because they all sound terrifying. Puppet theater? That's like my worst nightmare. Yeah. No, so, thank you. So, what is it? 250 subscribers. We'll go check out. We'll just go in general. We'll go in general. 1,000 subscribers. We'll go at... Like night. At night. Like later. We'll stay till at night. Well, because Halloween Horror Nights is an actual ticketed event. So, like, yeah, we'll, we'll buy have to buy a separate ticket. But if we can get 2,000 subscribers, we'll buy a ticket to Horror Nights. Are we going to regret this? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You have until September. It's April. <laughs> Why did we do this? We can just edit this out. <laughs> No, no, this, Katie, this is how we grow the channel. By sacrificing ourselves. Yes. Um, but after Horror Nights, which is something we will gladly go into. Oh, yeah. What if you want to get us another 2K? For <laughs> um, holidays at Universal and Christmas time in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter will start from November and then go into, obviously, Christmas. December, yeah. Uh, December of 2021. And then Grinchmas will hopefully be back this year. It was not there last year. Um, so hopefully it'll be back. Grinchmas is really fun. I like Grinchmas. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. I love how Grinch still It's very Christmas. cute. Although I haven't seen the new movie yet. The animated one. Oh, with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Me either. Um, I love the original Jim Carrey. I just Grinch. thought it was funny how it was Benedict Cumberbatch. It is funny. It's really weird. I don't see him as a Grinch. I know, right? Yeah. Um, and then the Universal Holiday Parade is back again this year, so we get to experience the Macy's parade so here. Exciting. Even though um, Delta, are you excited? She is excited. Our AC just kicked on, so she just she's like, like what? what? She's like, what's happening? Um, yeah. So floats will be stationary, and guests will be able to walk through the experiences and get up and close with the balloons and the floats, which is really cute because it's like a little mini Macy's parade. Mm -hmm. Which, like, we lived in New York, so, like, the first year we were there, we actually walked through and got to see, like, all the balloons. That's being, adorable. All the balloons being blown up. Yeah. Um, like, filled with hel hel helium. 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 <laughs> I'm not, like, blown up, like, helium. 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 So, that's actually, like, really cool that, you know, Universal yeah. has a little mini version of it. And it's, like, mini balloons. I think it's where the tribute store is, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Where, like... The tribute store is now like a permanent thing. Yeah, it used to be like a pop up. Now it's like permanent thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was a full fledged episode of just updates and everything that is happening and coming. And 
all that jazz. So if you have any questions because you're definitely coming this year to the parks, reach out to us. We will be more than happy to answer anything. Um, and if you want to book through Sarah on all of those, all of that information will be linked down below if you're here on YouTube or in the show notes if you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're always trying to update you as quickly as we find out things. Um, but there was just a lot happening and going on and announced and... Yeah. It, it seems like everything comes all at once mm-hmm. or it's sporadic. Yeah. So we just knew we really needed to take today's episode to just kind of do a bunch of housekeeping, especially for people who um, are wanting to come this year who have either never come or haven't come in a long time. Um and who aren't in the area. So thank you for watching us and listening to us. Um, If you're watching on YouTube and you enjoyed this episode, give this video a like, comment down below, maybe if you're coming this year or what you're most excited about that is coming in the future. Um, If you are listening to us, please remember to rate and review our podcast. It really, really helps get the word out, share it with your Mm -hmm. friends, all that jazz. If you have... Um, other friends who love the Disney community as much as you do and as much as we do. Um, But thank you so much for your support. Thanks for listening and watching, and we will see you next Monday again with a new episode. And stay magical.